You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Discipleship is a lifelong process. Learn more in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Ngayon pong araw na to is our last day for sa pagtalakay po natin ng ating uh, series entitled Simple. And we say that discipleship is really simple. Let me just review the past three weeks. We said in the first week that discipleship is a call to follow Jesus. Say, follow Jesus. On the second week, pinag-usapan natin that discipleship is a call to fish for people. Sabi niyo, fish. fish. Yan, okay. Madaling matatanda. Three Fs yan eh. A discipleship is a call to fellowship with believers. Say, fellowship. So, to summarize everything, discipleship is a call to follow Jesus, to fish for people, and to fellowship with fellow believers. So, yan po yung uh, summary ng uh, discipleship. And we are all disciples of the Lord, meaning we are followers of Jesus Christ. And today, ang pag-uusapan po natin is the journey that we have. Because, you know, we always say that life is a journey. The life that we have is that we are disciples of the Lord. Therefore, discipleship is a journey. Ito po ay pagpapatuloy. Hanggang sa dumating ang Panginoon, we are supposed to be in a continuous journey, continuous discipleship. Okay? At alam ko po na, Tayo ay nagnanasa na lumago sa Panginoon dahil yun naman ang gusto ng Diyos sa atin. Sabi ng Panginoon, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Okay, pinag-usapan din lamang naman natin yung salitang journey. Ano po? Ito pong mga tatlong bikers na ito ay nasa journey rin. Okay, sino po rito nakasubok ng mag-bike? O yung regularly biker kayo? Tas ang kamay. Ako, nung bata ako, biker ho talaga ako eh. Yeah. Bata-bata ako, yung ganting bike ko, tatlo gulong. <laughs> okay. So mga biker ho, palagay niyo kapag isang oras na kayong nagbabike, mga ilang kilometers na ho kaya yung nararating niyo kung talagang kayo'y biker. Mga ilan? 40. 40? 40? Nagbabike ka ba, Brad? Paminsan-minsan. Paminsan-minsan. Okay. Gano'ng kadalas ang minsan? So, 40 kilometers. Sabagay kahapon yun din yung sagot. Okay? Yung mga nagbabike talaga, mga for one hour, mga 40 kilometers. Ba, malayo na ho yun. May idea ho ba kayo kung gano'ng kahaba yung 40 kilometers? Wala? Wala rin ho akong idea Pero alam ko, malayo na yun. Okay? Baka hanggang dito, hanggang Santa Rosa, may 40 kilometers na kaya? Wala? Oh, wala. 39 lang. Tagay palagay ko. Okay. Pero malayo na rin yung 40 kilometers, mga kapatid. Mahalayo-layo na yung nalakbay mo. Now, ang buhay, lalo na ang discipleship natin, ay isang paglalakbay. Ang gusto ng Diyos, meron po tayong nararating. Now, ito pong tatlong bikers na to, just imagining, sila po ay nagbabike for one hour, 40 kilometers na yung karilang tinatakbo. Talagang palagay ko punong-puno na sila ng pawis yan at marahin, marami na silang napunta ang mga lugar. Pero ganun na kaya talaga yung kanilang naranasan. Ngayon, tanong ko po is, Pusibli ba sa mga biker na to na magbike sila pero hindi sila nakaalis sa kanilang kinaroroonan? Pusibli ba? Eh, Pusibli, tingin ko oh. Oh, you see? Pusibling pusible. Oh, kahit isang 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 taon silang magbike ng ganyan, wala silang mararating dahil hindi yan yung tamang sasakyan na dapat nila sakyan para sila makarating ng malayong lugar dahil yan hindi niya mamimit yung objective mo na pumunta ka sa ibang lugar ibang objective ang mamimit niyan tapatatatagin yung inyong cardio, cardiovascular amen now sa buhay po natin we would like to grow 
Ayaw ho namin na tayo nagpapaikot-ikot lang sa mga activities ng church, but we are not actually going anywhere. That is why we need discipleship because that is the right vehicle that we are supposed to use for us to grow and to be fruitful as disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. And God expects us to grow. Lahat po ng may buhay, ito ay lumalago. Kaya nga dapat tayo rin, bilang mga mananampalataya, ay lumalago sa Panginoon. At ang gusto ng Diyos, hindi lang po tayo na pagpapala. Ang gusto ng Diyos, maging pagpapala din po tayo sa iba. Yung kaligtasang tinanggap natin, ay maibigay din natin sa iba sa pamamagitan ng pagproklama natin ng Ebanghelyo ng Panginoon. Kaya sa oras na ito, yan po ang ating pag-aaralan. At sa pag-aaral po natin, malalaman natin, tayo po ba talaga ay may nararating na sa journey ng ating discipleship. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Pasahin po natin sa Matthew 28. Beginning verse 16 up to 20. Then the disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Tayo po ay manalangin. Lord, salamat po sa pagkakataong ibinigay mo sa amin na kami narito may kagalakan na makinig ng iyong salita. Lord, Holy Spirit, help us to understand the Word of God. Enable us to have divine illumination and give us clarity, Lord God, to everything that we are about to read and everything that we are about to discuss. Thank you so much, God. Ang pangalan mo lamang, Jesus, ang maitaas po sa aming kalagitnaan. Salamat sa iyong pagpapala sa araw na ito sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Makakaupo tayong lahat. Okay. Ang atin pong binasang mga talata kanila ay tinatawag pong The Great Commission. Sabi nyo, The Great Commission. Kaya, huwag ko kayong magkakamali ng bigas, ho? Dahil kasi maraming mga issue ngayon, baka mabanggit nyo ng komisyon. Hindi po komisyon yan. Great Commission. Okay? Ibig sabihin, instruction. Okay? And since it's a Great Commission, it's not an ordinary instruction. It is of utmost importance because this is Christ's mandate to the church. Okay? Ito yung inaasahan ng Panginoon sa bawat isa sa atin. Ito yung kanyang huling sinabi sa kanyang mga disciples. Now, alam nyo, lagi nating nasasabi kapag ang isang tao ay nasa bed of sickness na and he was about, for example, to pass by. At yung mga mahal niya sa buhay ay nasa kanyang paligid. Ang sasabihin niya ay yung pinaka mga importanteng bagay na. Amen ba? Kahit si kahit tayo kung sakay nasa ganung kalagayan, ang sasabihin mo na doon sa mga mahal mo sa buhay, yung pinakamahalaga na dapat nasabihin mo sa kanila, si Jesus, hindi mo siya mamamatay, siya yung nabuhay na mula sa mga patay, but He was going back to the Father. And because He was about to go to the Father, He communicated the most important thing in the lives of the disciples as a church, both individually and corporately. At yung sinabi sa kanila ay patuloy na sinasabi po sa atin sa ating panahon. Amen. Now, Basahin po natin muli, okay, yung, uh, yung especially in verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Bakit labing isa na lang? Kasi wala na ho si Judas. Okay? Kaya labing isa na lang. Now, 
sa, sa Bible po mapapansin nyo, every time would God would say something important to a particular servant or servants, dadalhin sila ng Panginoon sa mountain. Remember Moses, when he received the Ten Commandments, dinala siya sa Mount? Anong Mount? Mount Sinai. Okay? At doon inireveal yung Ten Commandments ng Panginoon. So, dinala siya doon. During the time of Jesus, when He brought James, Peter, and John sa high mountain, si Jesus nagtransfigure. He revealed His glory to His disciples. Amen. So, yun na high mountain. We have our own mountain. We have our own high mountain to the Lord, kung saan dumarating sa sandali ng buhay natin that we have to open our ears because God is about to say something that's really important in our lives. Amen. Lalo na sa paglalakbay natin, dahil sa paglalakbay natin, hindi laging smooth. Minsan, mayroong mga mountains tayong dinadaanan. So, it's so important na pakinggan natin ano ba itong sinabi ng Panginoon ito na napakahalaga sa buhay ng kanyang mga disciples at sa church. Now, ang sabi ron, when they saw Him, they worship Him, but some doubted. No wonder, kahit ang usapan ngayon, ngayon, ang mga disciples, eh, iba-iba ho ang level ng kanilang pananampalataya. Ano ho? Yung iba, they worship Jesus. Why? Because they were able to see that Jesus Christ is the God-man. They were able to see that Jesus is the God in the flesh. So they worship Him because Jesus deserves to be worshipped. You shall worship no other God except the only true God. And they believe that Jesus is a true God. That's why they worship Him. But some, but some doubted. Katulad din naman ho, kahit sa panahon natin ngayon, eh, hindi lahat yung may kanya-kanyang pare-parehong pananampalataya ay eh, merong skeptical, merong naniniwala. Okay? Yun lang sa healing. Eh. Ako na ng palatayang, pinagaling na ako ni Lord. Yung isa, sabi yung sakit ko? Karapon, nandito lang yung sakit ko eh. Pinagaling na, hinahanap pa yung sakit. Ano? So, parang may pagdududa pa kung siya ngayon pinagaling ni Lord o oh, hindi. So, iba-iba yung level. But nevertheless, hindi yung naging disqualification nila para hindi sabihin ni Jesus yung pinaka-importanting bagay. Katunayan, kinatagpo nga ni Lord yung kanilang mga pagdududa because Jesus said something that is so important in the life of the church. Ito ang sabi niya sa verse 18, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Sabi niyo authority. Sabi niyo all authority. Alam niyo napaka-importante kay Jesus na sabihin niya yung mga bagay na yan. Bakit? Now, sino po rito yung mga may lisensya kayo? Halimbawa, kayo ay abogado, doktor, engineer, kayo ay nurse, kayo ay ano pa ba? Yung mga may lisensya. Kayo driver. <laughs> Okay, taas mo ang kamay. Okay, very good. O, meron ditong nurse. Okay. So, saan nyo kinukuha yung lisensya ninyo? Sa PRC. Ibig sabihin ng PRC is Professional Regulation Commission. Ah, Commission. Pati ako, nadudulas na din ako. Professional Regulation Commission. Hindi po sa recto ang kuhanan ng lisensya. Tama po ba? Bakit? Pag sa recto ka nagpunta at doon ka humingi ng lisensya, valid kaya yung lisensya mo? It's a fake one. Why? Because those who are sitting right there doing licenses, they are not genuine, they are not the right authority, they are fake. Amen? So, kahit ang magdoktor-doktoran ka, doktor kagaw ang labas mo. Kung ikaw ay kumuha ng fake na license, pupunta ka doon sa PRC, kung pumasa ka ng board exam o ng bar exam, 
Okay? Doon ka sa PRC kukuha dahil sila yung tamang authority na pagkukuhanan mo para nang sa ganon, yung license mo valid. Amen? So you can operate in your profession. Now, it's so important for the disciples to, to know that all authority has been given to Jesus. Remember this, ang tanong, ang tanong si Barry nasa isipan ninyo, Pastor, ha, sabi ron, all authority in heaven and earth has been given. Hindi ba si Jesus na yung may taglay ng authority? Ba't kailangan pang ibigay sa kanya? Yes, it is true from the very beginning, the entire authority belongs to Jesus. But He was speaking here as the head of the church. He was in His human form and He is talking as the head of the church and saying, you are my body, you draw your authority as my body from the head. Amen. Pag nagpipray tayo, we always use the name of Jesus. Amen. And every time we use that name, we use it with power and with authority. Kasi yung visa ng panalangin natin, wala kapag kawalang in Jesus' name. Pwede nyo rin naman gamitin in Jonathan's name. Kaya lang, walang visa yung panalangin nyo. Dahil hindi kinikilala sa langit yon. Andiyan ba kayo? Ha? Huwag niyo gagawin sa akin yon ha? Okay? Only in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. Okay? So, kailangan sabihin ni Jesus that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Because by virtue of that authority, the church would even be more confident to go out there and preach the gospel and make disciples because they are not alone. They are operating. They, are, they have the license. They have the authority because the head of the church has all the authority. Amen? And we draw our authority from Jesus. That's why we always say, in Jesus' name. Nagpapalayas nga tayo ng demonyo. Sinasabi natin, in Jesus' name, lumayas ka. So, bakit tumusunod ang demonyo? Takot sila sa pangalan ni Jesus. Now, hindi natin makikigil yung authority na meron tayo. Okay? Kay Jesus Kristo. Dahil ito yung authority na binabanggit ni Jesus. First, authority to forgive sins. Okay? We know that once the person hear the gospel at siya yung nagsisi, pwede natin sabihin, may kapatawaran ka ng kasalanan. It's because ang Diyos ay nagpapatawad. Dahil tayo man din ay tumanggap ng kapatawaran. Amen. Authority to mediate to the Father. Authority over demons. You can cast out demons and the demons will flee. Authority to send the Holy Spirit. Remember that Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. Authority to open people's hearts and minds. That's why when you are sharing the gospel, you may be talking, but it's actually God speaking to the heart of the person. Amen. Authority to reveal the Father. Authority to give eternal life and authority to raise us up on the last day. Now, having said and identified this authority na taglay, taglay ni Jesus, the disciples would even be more confident and courageous to go out there to go and make disciples. And that is my point number one. In verse 19, go and make disciples of all nations. It appears to be so difficult because ang sinasabi niyan is all nations. Although hindi naman po trabaho ng isang tao yan. We have our shared responsibility. Now, let me tell you this. God has a purpose in your life individually. Do you agree? Yung plano niya, ni Lord sa kanya, iba sa plano sa iyo, iba plano sa kanya. Magkakaiba tayong lahat. Because we are unique. We were created unique by God. God has individual 
purpose in our lives. But everything, all these purposes that God has for us, ay connected po lahat yan sa plano ng Diyos sa sangkatauan. Ang plano ng Diyos, gusto niya, lahat ng tao ay makakilala sa Kanya. So it has something to do with us going and making disciples. We are God's ambassadors. Sinentay ng Panginoon to wherever you are. Bagamat sabi yan of all nations, it is not actually a geographical, political location. Ang ibig sabihin po ng all nations, group of people na wala pang pagkakakilala sa Diyos. Okay? Grupo ng mga kababaihan is one nation yan. Okay? Grupo ng mga nagpapanggap na kababaihan, isang grupo rin po yan. Isang nation din po yan. Pero mga Ilocano, isang gru- nation sa group of people with commonality. Andiyan po ba kayo? Okay. So, iba rin, isang nation din, of course, yung geographical location, that's one thing. Now, kaya nung sinasabi sa atin ng Panginoon, go and make disciples, okay, hindi lamang yan nangangahulugan ng pupunta ka ng malayong lugar. Andiyan lang yan. Kahit saan tayo naroon, tayo ay misyonero ng Panginoon. Amen. Now, it is not that easy to go and make disciples if you do not know what to do. That's why in victory, tinuturo ho namin that you must learn how to contextualize yourself with the person that you are trying to win for Christ. Ano ibig sabihin ng contextualization? You make yourself relevant to them. You make yourself contemporary to them para maintindihan kanila at maintindihan mo sila at magsabing meron tayong common ground. Amen? One time, meron ho akong kasal, aba ako'y nagkakasal, meron pong ni mga ninang doon na parang, sila po yung mga, mga judges. So parang mga itsura ho nila, parang mga Miriam Defensor Santiago. Kaya ng mga itsura nila, ako po sila. At sa, sa haba ho ng aking sina, uh, ng pagtayo doon sa harapan, hindi mo lang tumitingin sa akin. Sumusulyap-sulyap lang. Ewan ko kung may pagtingin sa akin, pero, pero sumusulyap-sulyap lang, ayaw tumitig eh. Nag, yung mga tao nakatingin sa akin habang ako'y nagsiserong, pero ayaw tumingin yung tatlong judges na yon. At ako, bakit kaya parang hindi ako makakunik sa kanila? So hanggang sa matapos na po yung, matapos na yung kasal, pagkatapos is, narinig ko, nag-uusap-usap sila. Ang ginawa ko po, kinamayan ko sila isa't isa. Ayaw pa rin tumingin. May nung marinig ko, eh, nag-iilukano sila. Mga ilukano pala. Pagkatapos, Naririnig ko pinag-uusap nila, may sakit sila, may sakit. Ay, tingnan mo, sa edad ho nilang yun, talaga may mga karamdaman na nga ho sila. Pinakikinggan ko, ang ginawa ko, lumapit to ako. Manang, naimbag nga, rabika na kayo, amen. Kaya tiyo kayo karag-kararag kayo. Sabi, gusto niyo ba panalangin ko kayo? Kasi narinig ko may sakit sila. Then I started, then, nakuha ko yung attention nila. Ay, ilukano ka gaya, ako na, manang. Lumabas yung pagka... Actually, hindi naman ako tumiraw sa probinsya all my life. Dito ako sa metro. Yung peras ko lang ang lagi nag-uusap ng Ilocano, kaya nakasagip-sagip ako kahit konti. So, I started connecting with them. Biglang yung walls between us, biglang nag-collapse. Ako nyo? Parang nag-usap na kami, nakamagkakababayan kami, hindi na yung parang hindi nila ako kakilala, sila mga judges, napakataas sa lipunan. Biglang nag-collapse yung walls na yun, we started connecting. And then I said, nung gusto niyo sila, gusto niyo pang ipag-pray ko kayo, abay willing na willing sila. Then I started sharing the gospel. 
At sabi ko sa mga, bago, bago kayo panalangin, pwede po bang sumabay muna kayo sa prayer ko ng pagtanggap kay Jesus? Could you imagine that opportunity that God has given me? It is because at that very moment, I became sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is telling me. Naku, mga Ilocano to, speak on their language and you can connect with them. Amen? Of course, I'm not just talking about the literal language. Okay? The, alimbawa, alam mo, sabi ko language, alimbawa, ang mga doktor may sariling lingwahe yan. Ang mga abogado may sariling lingwahe yan. Yung mga arkitekto may sariling lingwahe yan. Yung if you know how to connect with them and make yourself relevant to them, makakakunik kayo. Amen? Kaya nga gusto natin, yung mga kabataan, ang nagmimentor sa lakapwa kabataan. Bakit? Dahil magiging relevant sa isa't isa eh. Amen? Hindi yung senior citizen, tapos 17 years old yung kanyang kinukunik. Hindi eh. Iba yung karanasan eh. Di ba? Magkaiba, malayo. So, so, ang ginagawa po natin sa Victory, ganon. Kaya dapat po'y matutunan din ho natin yung to look for the common ground so we can go and make disciples. Sabi po ng Romans 13, Romans 10, 13 to 15. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in Him whom, of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Hindi sila mananampalataya kung wala silang mensaheng naririnig. At wala silang maririnig na mensahe kung walang mga ngaral. At sino ang mga ngaral? Matakatingin kay sa akin ng ganyan. Sino ang dapat na mangaral? Taas nga ang kamay ng gustong mangaral sa kanila? Ba't konti lang? Parang wala kayo, parang hindi nyo alaramdaman kayo disciples. Sino pong disciples dito ni Lord? Taas ang kamay. Okay, palakpakan natin si Lord. Akuin natin yung responsibilidad. Tayo ang gagamitin ng Pain. Why? Because we are God's ambassadors in our respective location. That's why in victory, we uh, this is our application. We engage with them. Okay? We engage our... Engage, ito yung tawag namin ito kasi four E's eh. Okay? Number one is engage our culture and community. And there is a tool that we use to it. Una yung tinatawag na two-verse evangelism and one-to-one. Ano yung two-verse evangelism na ito? It's representation of the gospel to them. Okay, alam ko nagsawa na kayo sa Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23. Alam kong kabisado nyo na, sangitin nyo pa lang, eh, alam kong kabisado nyo na. So, hindi ko nare-reviewin. Okay? So, yung two-verse evangelism, for them to accept Christ, you are going to present it to them. That's the reason why you engage with them. Because your motive is to present the gospel. And then, right after they receive the gospel, receive Jesus Christ in their lives, meron tayong tinatawag na one-to-one. Ganyan po ang itsura niyan. One-to-one booklet ho yan. It's a seven-week session, one hour every week. Okay, somebody will lead you to that one-to-one booklet. Tuturuan niya kayo. Okay, parang ganito ho yan. Ang, pag kayo may anak, okay, kung gusto niyo siyang maging matagumpay sa buhay, pag-aaralin niyo, tama ho ba? Hindi niyo pwede sabihin, anak, sayang lang ang tuition. Huwag ka nang mag-aral. Malay mo, balang araw maging matagumpay ka rin, tumaya ka lang sa loto. Hindi yun ang sasabihin mo. Amen? Anak, mag-aral kang mabuti. Okay? Saan mo siya dadalin? 
sa college ka agad, tama? Of course, hindi. Sa preschool muna. Yun po yung ibig kong sabihin. You start with the most basic one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yun muna dapat niyang matutunan. So, ito po ay importante because this is part of your spiritual journey, of your discipleship journey. May, yan po itinatag na one-to-one booklet. Hindi huyan basketball, hindi huyan chess. Yan po ay isang one-to-one mentoring, kaya nga po one-to-one isa. Hindi yung one-to-all. Okay? One person to one person para may connection. Makapagtatanong ka kung ano yung bagay na gusto mong itanong. Sino po rito ang nakasubok na na kay may nag one-to-one sa inyo? Taas po ang kamay. Okay, very good. Madami na, pero marami pang hindi. Okay? Now, yan po ibahagi ng engage. That's the way we apply it in victory. Pangalawa po yung sinabi roon sa verse 19, letter B, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now, sabihin niyo baptize. Okay. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng baptism? It came from the Greek word baptizo. Ang ibig sabihin is immersion. Parang you're soaking in. Okay? Now, para maintindihan natin yung prinsipyo nun, okay, sasi, immersion in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Sa Bible po, may tinatawag na dalawang klase ng baptism. The water baptism, say water baptism, saka yung Holy Spirit baptism. Okay? Now, yung Holy Spirit baptism, iba yon. Katapos yon ng water baptism. But, dalawa ang nature ng baptism. Okay? Yung isa po, yung, kasi ang water baptism is, makinig ko kayo mabuti ha, yung water baptism is the outward manifestation of the internal reality. Ulitin ko po, kasi magandang pakinggan, pero mahirap intindihin. Okay? Outward manifestation of the internal reality. Ibig sabihin, yung water baptism, dahil nakikita mo, nilulubog sa tubig, inaahon, outwardly nakikita mo. Yun, it's to dramatize the internal reality. Ngayon, ang tanong, ano yung internal reality? Yung internal reality is yung nangyari sa buhay mo nang isuko mo yung buhay mo kay Kristo at tinanggap mo siya bilang Panginoon mo at sariling tagapagligtas, nagsisi ka ng iyong kasalanan, tumanggap ka lang kapatawaran, nabor naging ka sa madali salita. Amen. Yun yung internal reality, yun yung nangyari sa iyo. You were immersed in the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, may nangyari ng ganun. So, matapos mong maranasan, saka ka magwa-water baptism to dramatize what you experience internally. Okay? Hindi ho tubig yung nakakalinis ng kasalanan. Kasi kung yung tubig nakakalinis ng kasalanan, palagay ko marami sa atin, baka magbabad na maghapon doon sa dami ng kasalanan. It's not the water. It is the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all of our sins. Yun yung nangyari sa atin internally. Now, because water baptism is a public declaration, it must be seen by people. You are making a declaration that you are already a follower of Christ, that in your life you experience receiving Him as your Lord and Savior. Amen. So meron yung internal reality, parang internal baptism na nangyari sa'yo, you were immersed in the Lordship of Christ Jesus, and now you will undergo the water baptism, a public declaration that you are a follower of Christ, and 
that is the outward manifestation of the internal reality. Amen. Now, kaya ako sinasabi yan dahil gusto kong basahin itong Mark 16 verse 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Na ang tanong ng iba, Pastor, baptized yan. So, ibig sabihin, pag hindi pa ako nawa-water baptized, hindi pa ba ako ligtas? Kasi pinagsama yung word na yun. Now, whoever believes and is baptized, that is the internal reality. Andiyan po kayo? Yun yung pagtanggap mo kay Kristo, hindi yun yung water baptism. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Kasi ho, kung yung pagbabaptize ang susi ng kaligtasan, ay para makasiguro ka, magpalubugan na rin sa tubig. Nandiyan po ba kayo? Para makasiguro ka, lulubog lang naman pala sa tubig, ligtas ka na. It's so easy to do that. At saka hindi ho yun eh. Ang susi ng kaligtasan ay narito sa puso ho natin. Nung tinanggap natin si Jesus ng taos, hindi napipilitan sa puso ho natin. Naroon yung tunatawag na tunay na kaligtasan. Halimbawa, sa Acts 2, verse 38. And Peter said to them, Repent and be... Hindi ho, be baptized. Iba, medyo napapalitan niya. Repent and be baptized. Diba? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, saka pa lamang ho yung baptism in the Holy Spirit, saka pa lamang mag-ooperate yung Holy Spirit sa buhay natin once we repent and we receive Christ in our lives. May internal reality na nangyari ho muna. In Acts 2 verse 41, those who received His word were baptized and were added to that day about 3,000 souls. Now, kung kayo ay nanggaling sa Evan Church at nabaptize na kayo doon, and that church is also a hindi naman hukulto yung pinanggalingan ninyo, you need not to be baptized here. Dahil sa atin, ang baptism, hindi naman ho membership ng, ng anong any particular religion. It's all about our discipleship journey. Amen? It's about your discipleship. It's not about your membership. It's about your discipleship journey. So, kung kayo po ay nabaptize na sa ibang church before, okay, na born again din, okay lang ho kahit hindi na kayo nga magpabaptize. Now, kung kayo galing po, nanggaling sa kulto, ano po, kung saan mang kakultuhan, ano, abang mangkukulang fellowship, mga ganun, yeah, pwede ho kayo magpabaptize dito. At palagay ko, mas matagal sa ilalim ng tubig yung paglubog namin ho sa inyo para makasiguro tayo. Okay. <laughs> De, joke lang ho yun, joke lang. Okay. Okay, what is our victory application of being established? Ibig sabihin po is established spiritual foundation. Yung po yung application natin of im- ma-immerse kayo in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Makilala mo pa ng gusto ang Diyos sa buhay mo. And the tool that we use is this, Victory Weekend. Okay, kaya po sa Victory Weekend, right after ng one and a half day of retreat, magkakaroon po ng water baptism. Yung mga gustong magpabaptize, then they can be baptized. Okay? And then we are going to plug you in in a victory group so that you will have friends who will grow with you in your spiritual journey. Sabihin niyo Victory Weekend. That is our retreat and that is important because that's part of our ex- uh, spiritual examination. I mentioned yesterday na sa Victory Weekend, doon yung malalaman, ini-examine kayo sa pumagitan ng mga naririnig yung teachings kung ano ba yung generational curse na nakapasok sa buhay ninyo. Sa buhay nyo, parang ngayon pa, mamaputol na. Halimbawa, is, 
Diyos. Abanggit ko kanina, yung mangkukulam, may lahi pala kayong mangkukulam. Yung lola mo naging mangkukulam, yung nanay mo naging mangkukulam, ikaw nakasunod. <laughs> Delikado ka. So ngayon pala, putulin mo na. Okay? Halimbawa, yung, yung lolo sa tuhod mo is tatlong asawa, tapos yung lolo mo is anim yung asawa, at pagkatapos yung sumunod na lahi, siyam yung asawa. Delikado ka. Baka maging labindalawa. So may generational curse. Ako ang ibig ko sabihin. May spirit of adultery that's flowing in your bloodline. Kaya doon sa Victory Weekend, doon pinuputol yung spirit na yan para magpatuloy sa susunod na generasyon yung generational curse na yon. Nandiyan po ba kayo? Kahit na sickness and diseases, ganda may generational curse and so many things. Maging mga spiritual error, addiction, so many. So, importante para ma-establish tayo ng gusto sa ating faith Okay, magdaan tayo ng Victory Weekend and we have that as a one and a half day retreat. Now, let me go to the third point. Verse 20, letter A. And teaching them, say teaching, to obey everything I have commanded you. Bakit kinakailangang turuan pa tayo? It's because para tayo ay ma-equip. Listen to this. Christianity is not just about being saved. Kasi napaka-selfish naman natin kung gusto mo lang maligtas, pero ayaw mong matuto, ayaw mong ma-equip para yung kaligtasang tanggap mo, matanggap din naman ng iba. So, sabi gano'n ng Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 14, and he, gave the, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the shepherds of, and teachers to equip the saints. Say, equip the saints for the work of Ministry for building up the body of Christ. You always say, we are blessed and we are blessed. Pero hindi ho nagtatapos doon. We are blessed so we can be a blessing. So we can be a blessing to them in several ways, not just in terms of finances. If you pray for the sick because you were equipped to pray for the sick, you are becoming a blessing to them. If you are interceding for your loved ones, you are actually a blessing to them because you were trained and equipped to work in the ministry. Amen. Now, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, say mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, Tayo po bilang mga Kristiyano, nung bago ka, ang tawag sa spiritual baby. Okay? See, we are objective is to have spiritual maturity. Now, nung bago kang born again, spiritual baby. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, mukha pa ba siyang baby? Ha? Huh? I'm talking about spiritually. Okay? Now, ang sabi ng verse 14, So that we may no longer be children. Yung iba, 20 years na sa church, pero ang maturity, para pa mga bata. Minsan, nakikipag-agawan pa ng silya. Ang masakit yung kaagaw niya ng silya, senior citizen pa. Bakit? Kasi hindi nga nagmamature. Nasa loob mo, hindi mo lang nakamay. Parang, parang pagkaroon ko, magbabakslate na ako. Hindi ako nakamay ni pastor. Bakit ganun kababaw? Kasi walang maturity. Hindi tumatag yung pondasyon, hindi siya na-equip. Kaya ganun mag-isip. Konting kalabit lang ng tukso. Give in kaagad, tumba kaagad. Why? Hindi matiba yung kanyang pondasyon, hindi siya na-equip. Pagka mayroong humingi ng presa kanya, Brad, pwede bang pag-pray mo naman ako? 
ay, sorry, hindi ko pa alam ko pa paano mag-pray eh. Di ba, 20 years ka na sa, sa church? Oo. Anong alam mong prayer? Thank you, Lord, for this food. <laughs> food pa rin! Pero at least marunong, ha? 20 years, yun lang natutunang prayer. Okay. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness, in deceitful scheme. So we may also know how to discern the works of the enemies. Now, in victory, we have the application to that. Equip believers to minister. That is the third process. At ang tool na ginagamit natin is foundation for victory class. It is a class. Okay? Classy ho yan. Papasok ka, magre-report ka. Wala, pero ang kainaman dito, wala hong grades yan. Okay? Yan, nakangiti na kayo. No? Wala hong grades. Okay? Wala rin nung examination yan. Tuturuan lang po tayo para tumatag tayo sa ating pundasyon, sa ating Panginoon. At kung paano tayo ay maging effectively maging minister ng Panginoon. Because we believe that every believer or every member is a minister of God. We can all pray for other people. We can be used by God as a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Now, the number four is, in verse 20, letter B, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Anong ibig sabihin po niyan? Sabi niya, surely, siniguro pa ng Panginoon. Sinisiguro ko. Surely, I am with you. He said, my presence will go with you. My authority and my power will go with you to the very end of the age as you go and make disciples. Katunayan, hindi lang naman tayo inutusan ng Panginoon just to go. Merong kasama tayo. Anong sabi nun sa Acts 1.8? But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Binigyan tayo ng Panginoon ng power. Sabihin nyo, power. Parang walang power eh. Sabihin nyo, power! Iyan ang tunay na power. Sika na parang malambot, parang power. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses. Ayaw ng Diyos ng mga failure na witnesses. But uh, the success is not based on our own capability, but based on the power of the Holy Spirit that's in you. Amen. You have the power of the Holy Spirit so we can become an effective witness. All we need to do is to be willing to be a witness. Sabi ron, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Ito, tignan yung maganda ito eh. Jerusalem, dahil makausap ni Lord mga Hudyo, okay, mga yung 11 disciples niya. Jerusalem, ito yung parang pamilya mo. Okay? Be a witness to your family, to your relatives, to your loved ones. Ito yung pinakamalalapit sa'yo. Okay? And sabi ron, Judea, yung susunod na mas malapit sa'yo, yung kapitbahay mo, yung kabarangay mo, okay? Yung medyo mas malayo-layo na sa'yo. And Samaria, ni Samaria? Iyan yung mga kaaway nyo. Yeah, kasi ang mga Samaritan at saka mga Hudyo, hindi yung nag-uusap yan eh. Okay? Meron, pareho, actually, yung sa Samaria, mga Samaritan sa mga Israelites din ho yan nag-intermarriage sa ibang lahi. Kaya nagkaroon ng breakup between the Jews and the Samaritans. Kasi sila yung mga parang mga kaaway. Yung sabi mo, Pastor, kahit kaaway ko, dapat ko ipag-pray. Ano sa palagay nyo? Pag-iisipan ko. <laughs> Kung mabait na siya, pag-pray ko siya. Hindi. 
Kahit ang mga kaaway natin, we can be a witness to them by providing a good example and by forgiving them as well. Amen? At pangatlo, at pangapa, sabi, and to the ends of the earth. Sabihin, sa lahat ng dako, kusang kamandalhin ng Panginoon, you can be a witness for Jesus because of the power of the Holy Spirit that's in you. Amen? Palakpangan mo na si Lord. So, anong ginagawa here in Victory? We have this empower to make disciples. At ang tools na ginagamit natin is to making disciples class. It's another class. Tuturuan tayo how to connect with people. Tuturuan tayo how to present the gospel. Tuturuan tayo kung paanong magiging effective witness for the Lord. At meron tayong ginaganap na three to four times a year na leaders convergence to update us of our discipleship journey. At para may strengthen pa tayo at ma-motivate to continuously go and make disciples. So mga kapatid, we received this mandate from the Lord Jesus Christ. Making disciple is a simple process. We call it four is in victory. That is our application. We engaging our culture and community. This is in summary. Establishing spiritual foundations. Equipping member to minister. Empowering disciples to make disciples. So that is the summary of everything. You know why? This is a challenge for all of us. God is expecting all of us, since we are part of the church, to go and make disciples. And you know what? Sa pagdating ng Panginoon, ipapakita sa atin ng Diyos ang itsura, ang bunga ng pagsunod natin sa Kanya. And here in Revelation 7, verse 9, After this I look and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. Yan po yung itsura na makikita natin sa pagdating ng Panginoon. Marami ang naligtas. Maring yung mga kamag-anak ninyo at mahal ninyo sa buhay ay makikita ninyo dyan. It is because you complied and you obeyed. You participated in the great commission that God has given to the church and you are part of the church. Amen. Let's give God a hand right now. As a church, would you take the challenge to go and make disciples? The salvation and the grace that we receive from the Lord is more than enough for us to be highly motivated to do the same. Nakakilala tayo sa Diyos. May ginamit ang Panginoon sa atin, sa ating buhay. Hindi pa pagdating ng panahong yan, marami din magpapasalamat sa inyo dahil kayo rin ay ginamit ng Panginoon sa kanilang buhay. Amen. Christ died on the cross because He has one particular objective, to win the lost souls. And we are all must be participant of His objective. Let us go there out there and make disciples. The first step is to be a disciple first. Then you can make disciples as well. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.